welcome to Rebootleggers. It's a comedy podcast where we come up with reboots of just about whatever we want. Where we give everybody a a Megazord. I'm I'm your sleepy boy host, Scott Owen. I'm your sleepy man host, Frank Sarah. Well, now we have an interesting situation here in the studio. Yeah, I kind of made a little weird... You took it into a weird direction. I took it a weird place. I don't. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Let's go. Let's leave. Well, um, no. We have to. We have to. I'm. I'm opening the door on this comedy bit, and I'm walking out the fire exit. I am staying here as. Oh my god! Do you, do you just want to start over? I can't stop yawning. No, this is good. This is good radio. Good yawn material. Uh, Frank, we've got a gas up. We got it. Did you remember to get? Um, boat Swifty. gas, boat, boat fuel. Cause we're what? getting in the speed boot. Boat oh, <laughs> I honestly didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, what are we speed booting today, my um, dude? So we're coming. Our last, our last reboot, like your speed boot was Adam Sandler, the man, the myth, the legend. <clears throat> so we're not straying too far, but we're gonna stray far enough. It's gonna be Kevin James, his KJ, uh, one-time enemy. Now friend. Were they enemies? Um, yes. When? Why? Just before. Before. Don't worry about it. They're friends now. How did they become friends? I, I, I don't really, I'm not really. I, I think there's a great story here of uh, love and redemption. And I'm just curious what's happening. Okay, well, so we're looking at this list, uh, Kevin James Filmography. On mm-hmm. Wikipedia, and we'll be only addressing his films, correct? We will not be looking at... Yeah, yeah, King of Queens uh, stands on its own, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now, Kevin James... Well, we'll get to this later. We'll get to this later. Okay, so... Let's just start it from the top. 2002. We're looking at Kevin James voices a character in the 2002 Italian animated Pinocchio film. Uh, it's actually live action. Are you for real? Oh, because he did the voice because they dubbed it. It was an English dub of an Italian movie that was a remake of Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Uh, inauspicious beginning for Kevin James. Yeah, I'm hoping to find a trailer. I did find a trailer. If you can just give me one second to just see. Mm-hmm. And so, so this was in 2002. So he he had been Doug Heffernan for a oh, little while. Oh, about four or five years before he landed this, this sweet gig. Have you ever wished that life was one big adventure? That's what this trailer asks. That's what this trailer asks. Now, your wish comes true. I see a dog in the snow. I see a butterfly. I see a log. A log? This log is being carved. Is Is Kevin James, is he the log? Oh, I remember seeing a trailer for this for some reason. Yeah, Pinocchio's like a grown-ass man for some reason. Yeah, so this is, a tr- this is a tricky thing to start off on because it's not strictly Kevin James's fault that the movie was critically panned. Right. Because he was just a dub voice, but... I- I guess the argument here to make is, did he make it better or worse? Hold up. In the English dub. Yeah. I, the the guy playing Pinocchio has two-time... He's a two-time Academy Award winner. 
Wow. The whale has giant teeth. Gotta gotta grind those krill. So, what are we gonna do to Kevin James? So he voices for Man Man. Man the Man G- Man. Man Giafuoco. Uh, he's the guy who turns them into donkeys, right? Yes. He runs the drugs and sex island. Is that is that what it is? No, it's actually just beer and cigars island. So and, then, uh, I guess Kevin James does that, and he, yeah. So, so I think movie, we reboot the it as sitting at like a strong zero point six out of five. I think we reboot it as like a uh, very serious, slightly funny, um, dealing with having to run a. Uh, island of vices for young boys and the challenges that comes with you know running a business of that nature and the permits and keeping it legal the permits yeah there's you know there's permits and and then also having to deal with yeah. the fallout of oh shit our boys are turning into donkeys now or as they say in the original cartoon jackasses mm. they're making asses out of themselves bam and making themselves into bam. asses bam so it's just called Ass Masters. I don't know that we call it Ass Masters. <laughs> Though I really want to. Yeah, it would definitely get attention, but maybe from the wrong crowd. Correct. I think maybe we just call it... Boy Drugs? Ass Town. No. Ass Town. Boys go to Ass Town. No, boys in Ass Town. No. Mm-hmm. I think we we either have to get rid of boys or get rid of ass. I think we call it Ass City. Ass City. Mm. City of Ass. Island of... The Isle of Ass. Man and the Isle of Ass. Mm, that's pretty good. That's good. Okay. So done. We've got to move on. Here's, here's another one. 51st Dates, which we already did cover in the Adam Sandler reboot. But now we're to looking at it from Kevin James's perspective as factory worker. So, Frank, why don't you take me through this? Why don't you take me through this? So, at some point in the movie, Fifty First Dates, uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, the titular characters, they... Now, just real quick, to recap, we rebooted this as 50,000 First Dates. 50,000 First Dates, a la... So, is Kevin James going to be... Are we just inserting him into that reboot and calling it a day, or is he getting his own reboot? So, I think... So, he's a bystander. He's a factory worker that, like they walk by or something i'm gonna be straight with you i'm not really 100 percent sure on where kevin james appears in the film yeah what factory is there in 51st dates but i think that in 50,000 first dates i think kevin james they don't know it but it's actually not a twofold reincarnation mm-hmm. it's trifold mm. kevin james and every incarnation of their love he's watching he's there mm-hmm and I think in the background, we do a uh, Lion King one and a half situation. Mm-hmm. Kevin James is always working in the shadows to support their love. Oh, he's orchestrating the resurrections? Mm-hmm. Because if they ever stop reincarnating, so does he. Ooh. And he doesn't want to die. He So uh, on their like maybe 27,000 first date, he realized mm-hmm. what was happening. And he decided yeah. he was going to jump on that train. And so he he jumps into the resurrection goop every time they... Yeah, he just snuck in. 
snuck in under there. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's very good. Okay, I like it. And then the rest of the movie is the same? Uh, yeah, we just do like a, um, uh, one of those flip-flop situations where like, it's, they're, they're ostensibly in the same movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but the camera only follows Kevin James, and then whenever he's looking at scenes, we just straight up just show the clip from the original movie. Mm-hmm. We're not spending any more money on this. Yeah, no, why would we? That's crazy. And so, like, like we got to make sure that, you know, Kevin James creeps out of the building, and then we cut to the clip from the film. Mm-hmm. And so Kevin James has to always approach the scene from the right angle of the camera. Uh. So it'll be a little, it'll be a little creative, where sometimes, you know, he's, he's dropping from the sky, or he's coming out of the ocean, but so he's always at the right angle. So we're going to kind of just add him back in. Yeah, we're just going to throw him back in. And I think... Um, what, I mean, he's factory worker is what he's billed as, right? So I think maybe that's just his name now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think now he's just called FW. Yeah, Factor E. Period. Factor worker. E worker. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. And there's Kevin James. All right. Here's here's the one that we're most... We well, get to some meat now. Some real good meat. Uh, talking about 2005's romantic comedy Hitch, starring one... William Smith, and I want to say Ava Mendez? Bingo. Bingo, bango, bongo. And then also our boy Kevin James. Kevin James hires Hitch, the love, love doctor, doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to help him uh, get hitched with a very rich, young, more attractive, out-of-his-league blonde woman. Mm-hmm. As is the way these things go. Correct. So, Hitch teaches him to plays, dance, how to kiss, mm-hmm. what to what touch, not to dance, how not, what not to touch, how not to James. And and as is often the case in these pictures, Will Smith is an expert in relationships who himself has no luck in said relationships. It's a dramatic irony of the highest order. And so Kevin James is kind of just the receptacle of this love advice. Yeah, he's more of a secondary character. He is the mm-hmm. MacGuffin he's... plot that moves this movie forward. And he learns how to dance. Dance that's, good. That's a big. That's a big part of the film is that he dances regular. And um, I did. I did double check myself, and I do not recognize the name of this actress. Okay. Apparently, the uh, Kevin James's um, 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 mm-hmm. love interest is, is is a real life Vogue model that they somehow got for this movie. Oh, sort of a yeah. pre Kate Upton, yeah, situation. I understand. Okay, so what's the reboot here? What are we doing? Yeah, so what do we got? So Kevin I James think... plays Albert Brenneman. Albert Bren. Oh, yeah. A B. What a what a square. What a square. Huge square, doesn't like hitching it, wants to hitch it, can't hack it, needs to get hitched, can't pitch. Mm. Mm. Let's turn it around. So let's make it, um, we'll I'm keep listening. Will Smith, we'll keep Kevin James. Oh, we, okay. That You say that as if that wasn't a possibility. We will always keep Will Smith. Always Always keep Will Smith. That's the first um, that's rule the, of Will Smith. He's where the money is. So let's turn it around into a 
I'm thinking like a teen dramedy situation, right? So Kevin James still Albert Brenneman still hires Hitch Mm -hmm. to teach him how to find love. The trick is he does find love. He finds out it's Hitch. It's Hitch. Ooh boy! You guessed where I was going. I think I think that means we're on the same wavelength here. As always. So he spends the entire back half of the movie is him trying to figure out how to turn it around Mm -hmm. using Hitch's own advice back against him. Oh shit! Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty funny. That would be a pretty funny movie, right? I'd watch that. I like it. And Eva Mendes is still there. Because um, I just... I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be straight up. I like her. I so like her too. She's good. We can figure out something for her to do. Yeah, she could be in the movie. Uh, is she Hitch now? Is she? Well, no, because I, 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 want, I want it to be... Kevin James, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a lot of heat there. Butter and crumbs. Yep. I don't know what that means. I'm into that. And here's the thing. I just want to talk about a thing that I... Here's what I respect about Will Smith. In this age of, uh, frankly, what is our bread and butter, and I cannot disparage the medium as this is what we do, but in this age of reboots and 90s nostalgia and just not letting things go, many people have, I've seen interviews with him asking if Fresh Prince of Bel-Air will ever come back and if we could get it back. And every time he's just like, no, it's over. It's not coming yeah, back. I like that a lot. I like that a lot about him. He's always moving forward like a shark. Like a shark. He can't stop moving or he dies. So anyway, we have some really good stuff where, you know, Kevin James Kevin, Kevin James puts the signature move out, right? And so they're, they're hanging out at at the bar? The I don't I, I don't I don't club. remember any details from the movie. And so Kevin James puts a sly move on him, right? And then Hitch Hitch is like, "Whoa, is that my move?" No, it's well, not that obvious. But it but oh, he's like, "Now I like that move." Mm. He said like I did enjoy that, and it's subtle. You know, I kind of want to rewatch Hitch now. I yeah, I um You want to watch Hitch after I, this? I rem- yeah, yeah, let's let's watch Yeah, we'll watch Hitch after this. Okay. Uh yeah, so you know it's gonna work, right? He's gonna end up mm-hmm. with hit together. They're gonna get yeah, hitched. It's love. Are they gonna get hitched, or are they just gonna bang one out and be done? I think that they're gonna get hitched because we have to make a joke. Hitch hitched. Hitch hitching hitched. Hitch hitches. hitched got hitched. Okay. Yeah, we're doing it. We're making the joke. We're making that joke. Perfect. Oh boy. Our next film is a real treat. Monster House. Have you seen? I have not seen. I've seen. The Monster House. So here's what it is. It's an early CGI movie when CGI movies were just taking off. So you have a um, very empty background movie. Not a lot ever going around in the background. It takes place entirely in uh, on this one street in a neighborhood. You never see any other location besides the main boy's house his street and the aforementioned monster house, which is across the street. Uh, Spoiler alert, the monster house, um, it it possesses the soul of a dead, very fat woman who was ridiculed by children for her size. And she fell into the house foundation house. Well, they were, the house is being built. So it was just like a foundation and she fell into it. And then Ooh. cement was poured on her, and she died. Oh, because nobody ever checks that. 
Uh, yeah, no, her husband watched it happen. It's kind of weird how it happens. But they, but then they didn't dig her they out. They couldn't get her out because she was encased and dead. And so she's in the house and she is now the house. And so the house tries to lure children in by like, and then eat them. So sometimes it'll be like. So they lean into the obesity angle because she can't stop eating even. In I death. guess so. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you don't know it's her until like near the end of the movie. Uh, you just think it's an evil house eating people and that the old man who lives there is an evil man and then he turns out to be like no i live here to like keep her in check to like warn the children away yeah because like so the house will like but he's not very good at it no well he tries he tries really hard he's pretty good at it the house will like the door will open and they'll hear a voice that's like hey i found your bell come on in or they'll be like the thing like something interesting like pops up on the yard creepy as balls no i know right these kids are very bad at stranger danger i would like keep the football man like my mom's saying me to toys r us next week right why i'm going to toys r us for a football who can say but oh no yeah a magic house that talks to me i'm definitely gonna walk in you yeah it's not good and so Kevin James plays Officer Landers, a police officer who does not believe the little boy about the evil man in the house. That's the first mistake. So, um, <clears throat> I'm thinking we promote Kevin James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we top billing. So, the, and this is just my gut. I think we make it the Monstar House. Bring in the Space Jam crew. Oh, that's very good, Monstar House. It's now like a reality show. Yeah, yeah, like Big Brother style. Kevin Terrace James, House, Monstar Kevin House. Kevin James is like the host, you know. Yeah, where Could, he makes them do the he makes them do physical. Challenges he makes them do physical challenges and mental challenges. Ooh, I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. I would watch the this reality falls. show, Monstar House. Yeah. Holy frig! Now, um, tell me about this though. How are we gonna make? We got? Are they gonna be new monsters? Are they coming and stealing new NBA players' talent just to live in the in the house? You know, is Steph Curry going to be bad at sports? Is um, Le- LeBron James going to have to yeah, so poop himself? I guess they do have to keep taking, uh, you know, skill. Now, hold on. Let's talk about this. Um, oh! Okay, Scott. So here's what happens. Hit me. Monster House is a reality competition show in which... Whoever steals the most talent wins are housed with the player they stole talent from. Oh, so the player's like, hey man, and give then me there's my other back. There's non-basketball related physical and mental challenges, and whoever wins gets the talent. I thought maybe the challenges were about like, you have to go collect stuff and stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, can you, can you for instance me on that? Well, like, for instance, the challenge is, um, today we are taking you to a basketball game and whoever can collect the most talent without being seen, stuff like that. Oh, oh! I thought, I thought, I, I thought you meant because the NBA players that are in the house can't—they can't steal talent. They don't have that power. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been yeah, rumors. There's been a lot of rumors about a Space Jam two with LeBron James happening, but I don't think it's ever Ugh. actually going to happen. And I think that'd be better for everybody. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. So this is—we're going to get real for a second, just because this this frustrates me. So people. A lot of people talk about, you mm-hmm. know, LeBron James breaking records and being, like, the best current, being a Michael Jordan analog, right? Mm-hmm. Here's my argument, and it might not be well-reasoned, but this is this is what it is. I'm not a particularly big sports fan. No, you're so, not. So You're kind of small. I, Le- LeBron James will be as big as Michael Jordan when I own LeBron James flip-flops. Right. You know what I mean? I own, I own a pair of Jordans, like... 
But they're flip flops. I know nothing about basketball. I own Jordans. But hold up, your, your Jordans you know are a pair of flip flops. I well, they are. Yeah, they're they're Air Jordan. Flip, they're Jordan flip flops. They're not Air Jordans. <laughs> That's very good. Um, I will let you know when I own a piece of LeBron James footwear. LeBron, LeBron James. But anyway, Monstar House competition reality show. Kevin James is the host. Here's the thing, Kevin. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some way, there's some piece of the reality show, you're going to need to help me out with this, where Kevin James gets to borrow the talent and then play the person. Oh, So you, you, you have LeBron James with no magic, facing off against Kevin James and his Kevin James body with LeBron James as innate skill. Like 1v1 one v, one v one me, bro. That's pretty good. He makes LeBron fight him. Yeah, or like a basketball fight, but like not punching. Yeah. Do they dance fight? They ever? take it to the hoop. Do they dance fight? Yeah, I think we're. I think we have slightly different ideas of what this is looking like, but it's it's working both ways. It sure is. Okay, uh, that's really good. We need to we need to move on. Yeah, we 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 got a motor so. Ooh, our next film is a direct-to-video movie. Hit me. Mm. It's called Grilled. Kevin James and Ray Romano co-starring, coming hot off their Okay, it's a comedy film released direct-to-video. Okay, door-to-door meat salesman. Ooh, I like this Mm -hmm. already. Need to make a sale to keep their jobs. After several unsuccessful attempts, they meet Laura Donna who is interested in the guys as well as what they are selling. They arrive as she is on the phone with a desperate friend, and she convinces Maurice and Dave to drive her to the friend's house, who turns out to be a mafia princess. Once there, they encounter mobster Tony and two hitmen. What is this movie? So they're two meat salesmen who end up uh, embroiled. What? Embroiled. Embroiled. In the mob. In the mob. There it is. Let me me ask you something, Scott. (laughs) What on... What... What on the green earth presented to humanity by the Lord God is a door-to-door meat salesman? <laughs> Do they just whip out their suitcase and go like, "Do you want some sausages?" And then everybody thinks they're in a porno. Yep. Door-to-door meat salesman. Do they have like refrigerated briefcases? They come in and they just slap they just, down. Do you want to buy? Don't worry about what kind of meat's in it. Do you want to buy these brats? They give you a... Like, they just slap down a good chuck roast on your countertop and, like, right, check so out this beef I think cut. We, I think that what we do is we keep Kevin James. We go X-rated. This just is is a is a pornographic film. Oh, God. I don't want to be behind a Kevin James porno. The world has been waiting for it. Has it? I don't know if that's true, but if it's true, I think the world can keep waiting. I don't know that I want to be responsible for bringing this into the world. Oh, my God. Maybe I do. Sofia Vergara is in it. This film was originally intended for theaters, and test screenings were so universally bad that they just straight up put it onto video. I wonder how that feels as Kevin James and Ray Romano, the meat salesman. Okay, what about... The film ends... The film ends with the mafia buying a ton of steaks and Kevin James and Ray Romano 
being happy and rich and having a cookout. Mafia steaks. Okay. Yeah. Let's, uh... What? Okay, so where's the reboot here? Do they... Uh, are they now grill salesmen? Yeah, they're, they're grill... Now they're door-to-door yes. grill salesmen who become... Who become... Uh, I'm trying to think of a different word from the other than embroiled, but wrapped up in an FBI sting operation and learn that they are actually really good interrogators, a.k.a. they grill the, people. They, they, yeah. The, whoa! You, you, you got around to there. Yeah, um, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. They So they're called... So it's still called... It's not, Instead of being called grilled, it's called grillers. I think it's still called grilled because they get grilled at the beginning and then they... they some they then, turn it back around they, they flip up the interrogation around and the guy's just like wait yeah the pivotal the pivotal scene you know where they say the name of the movie mm-hmm. is that like he's like, like wait them is, i just got grilled them, they slam the lid down on the grill and they say i'm tired of getting grilled it's time for us to do the grilling and yeah, and then sizzle there's flames like a, there's like a steak cooking Perfect. Okay, moving on. He just bites it. Moving on. Barnyard. I do remember this this exists now that I'm looking at the poster. I'm looking at a cow on a motorcycle. Yeah, Barnyard, an animated Nickelodeon film. Hey, check this out. The tagline... Okay, the the, the subtitle is The Original Party Animals. But Mm -hmm. on this poster, it says, The Secret Lives of Animals Revealed. Now, I believe we already just had that movie in The Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. And notably, this movie poster features a bunch of farm animals riding motorcycles down a street. And here's the thing. Wikipedia describes this as a computer animated dramedy film. I don't think anybody ever wants to see a computer animated dramedy. Dramedy. Courtney Cox is Daisy, a pregnant yellow cow. So there's a pregnant in, a pregnant in this. I meant to okay. say pregnant cow, but I just called her Otis a pregnant. Otis is a carefree cow who wants to play with his friends and not accept responsibility. Much like cows. That's cows all day. Antics. They have a bunch of animal friends. One night, the animals throw a party in the barn. And he blows it up. All the animals elect Otis to be the new leader of the barnyard, but he shirks his duties to make partying. He goes with Pip, his friends Pip the Mouse, Pig the Pig, Freddy the Ferret, and Peck the Rooster. They came up with names for everybody but the mm. pig. <laughs> so then a bunch of coyotes steal a bunch of prey animals, mm-hmm. and they have to go on an adventure and get them back, and Otis learns responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We got we got talking animals mm-hmm. on a farm. Should we just do Animal Farm? George Orwell's just, Animal yeah, they're, Farm. They're voting for leaders. This is really just Animal Farm. Should we just do Animal Farm and just not be coy yeah. about it? Animal Farm. Everybody's favorite. We, we, not we great. do Animal Farm, but then they vote a coyote, the leader of the farm, and the coyote's name is... Pig. Tronal Dump. Oh, shit. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, you like it. But you it? realize that's not Animal Farm anymore then. In Animal Farm, the pigs run the farm. Yeah, but I want to I make the... I want to make the... I want that to be literally the only applicable political statement. And the co- the coyote's got like that wig, that good wig. Yeah, he's got like the wig hair. Okay, cool. All right, he's got really big paws. Let's move on. Um, we've we've also done this one already. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That was an Adam Sandler one, and now we're just gonna. Mm-hmm. It's it's now just called Chuck and Larry, I think. Yeah, I th- and I think they're like secret agent boys or something. Something like that. I feel like. 
And now this, I mean, Chuck and So Lang. it's just the same. I think we actually probably just leapfrog this. Yeah, I'm just going to leapfrog it. Um, go go back and listen to Adam Sandler's Speed Boot if you want to know what happened there. Here's the moment we've all been waiting for, Frank. Mm. This is the big the one. Whole, the whole oh, kitten caboodle. Give it to me. Give it to me. We're coming in hot right up here at Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mullen Mall. Written by Kevin James. Now, Scott, I have a very, I have a very, I have a very important fact for you, Scott. I do not want to hear about your erection. This film. (laughs) Hold on. This film, Scott, this film was released (laughs) May 19, 2009 to DVD and Blu-ray. And what third medium? The UMD. For the for, Sony, for the for the for the, the Sony for PlayStation, PlayStation Portable, portable. UMD, Oof. it is possible. It is possible to own a Paul Blart Mall Cop UMD. Shit, dude, I kind I of want to get one right now. Can I just talk about like as bad as the PlayStation Portable turned out to be? I heard it was still pretty good, but also UMDs like looked very cool. Yep. So here we go. Let's see. Uh, Amazon Private Seller. Now you can own a Paul Blart Mall Cop UMD, free shipping, for six dollars. Oh, get on that! Buy that right now. I want to have this. Buy it right Just, now. I'm not even joking. Buy it right now. I put it in a shadow box. Buy that and frame it on your wall. Oh my god! Oh my. That is a very good piece oh. of art. You should 100% buy that. All right, so Paul Blart Mall Cop is about Paul Blart, who is a mall cop and wants to be a regular cop. He gets his big chance when some uh, some some bandits decide to rob the mall. Dry bandits. Dry bandits. And I don't understand. I guess malls, I guess uh, that's the heist you were doing, robbing the mall. Yeah, that's that's the hot thing because, you know, malls are doing so well in America these days. I believe Anna Ferris is the love interest. In, uh, I don't uh, remember. Jama Mays looks like Anna Ferris, not is Anna Ferris. I think they changed it for the second movie. Uh, uh, is she in the second movie? We haven't gotten no, there. No, in the, the second movie, like begins with them like breaking up. up. Yeah. Oh, this is J- Jama Mays. Is the um she's from Glee and oh, she's his <sighs> love interest in Glee. I think Kevin yeah. James's love interest in Glee. Kevin James's love interest in Glee. That's okay, right. so how do we reboot Paul Blart Mall Cop, an arguably Blart already Blart perfect so movie? Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Sorry, I'm just trying to say Paul Blart a lot. For, say say Paul Blart, Blart ten times fast. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. No, I can't. <laughs> Why? But hard Paul to do. Blart, Paul no. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart. It just, Paul Blart. It just, it just it just gets in you. It's like toy boat. So, toy boat's the hard one. Here's the thing, I want to make Paul Blart a mall cop. Well, he's a mall cop, mm-hmm. but here's the thing, mm-hmm. and we haven't. We I know I know that this is a world we go back to a lot, but I want him to be an M A L L cop. I want uh, an acronym. Oh, I thought I you were gonna put, put him Paul in a Blart, Megazord. I wanna I wanna get Paul Blart into that drift. And I want him to fight, like, aliens. Are you telling me that the mall is a Megazord? Maybe the mall is a Megazord. Maybe the mall... It's a Jaeger? ...is the location he's defending. With his with Jaeger? Because I think I, I think I want his Jaeger to be a, to be some kind of Segway machine. Yep, okay. 
Yeah, we're going to lean into it big. And I know, folks, we've been getting a lot of criticism that this is we're doing a lot of Megazords and Elite teams. But you know what? Turns out that's kind of just the Rebootleggers yeah, brand that we've fallen into. Like, and that's what we like. It turns out that's just the thing we've fallen into. And I think we can. I think it's fair for us to reserve that for Paul Blart here, my buddy. Yeah, Paul Blart needs a Megazord. Paul Blart needs acronyms. Now, I would like to see a movie called Paul Blart Needs a Megazord. That could be a direct-to-video prequel. Yeah, Paul Blart Needs a Megazord. Paul Blart needs a Megazord, but we call it Paul Blart needs a Segway, mm. and Segway is an acronym. Speaking of Segways, should we move on? Do you have more for yeah, this? Yeah, no, we're good. This is I'd a really good idea. I'd rather keep this tantalizingly short than overdo it. Okay, next up is Grown Ups, which we did already reboot, which we made them shrunk downs. If you recall, they became mm-hmm, shrunk downs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do we touch shrunk it? Shrunk downs. I think we can skip because Kevin James featured a big part in that. He did. Okay, moving on to the dilemma, and let's talk about the dilemma. It's an American comedy drama film. It's a Ron Howard joint. One sec. Music by Hans Zimmer. Yeah, Hans Zimmer does a lot more than you'd expect. He did the Simpsons movie. The film follows savvy businessman Ronnie, who is Vince Vaughn, and genius engineer Nick, who is Kevin James. Who are best friends and partners in an auto design firm. They are pursuing a project to make their firm famous. Ronnie sees Nick's wife, Geneva, Winona Ryder, kissing another man, Channing Tatum. Ah. Ronnie seeks out answers and has to figure out how to tell Nick what he saw while working with him to complete their critical presentation. Okay. Now, I do love Channing Tatum. Now, let me find out. I do. I'm going to. Is Channing Tatum's name is Zip. Zip. Just Zip. Mm Mm-hmm. She is having an affair. Uh, and then Ronnie proposes, and I guess Kevin James's marriage is in shambles by the end of this movie. Okay, so let's let's reboot this. What are we doing? All right, so the two things is that Kevin James is a genius scientist, the exact same way that Mark Wahlberg is a genius scientist in Transformers, the dinosaurs, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. So he lives in a junkyard. Yeah, he lives in a junkyard. He scrounges parts. Steals electricity. He makes a car that runs on orange juice. Orange juice. I like it. Orange juice, right? Well, any really any citrus, but orange gets it that clean burn. Yeah, lemon juice will do in a pinch, but what you need Mm -hmm. is that pulp. Mango, like you need that pulp. Yeah. So, I think that um, Kevin James sticks the brains. Vince Vaughn discovers him. But Kevin James has no business savvy. He can't pitch Ooh, ideas. I see what right? you're doing. I see where you're so going Vince, with this, Vince and I'm into Vaughn it. Vince, Vince Vaughn is the front man, the hype man. He keeps it up. I'm sorry. Right? He keeps it up? He keeps everything up in the air. Okay. Just going to step over that. Mm-hmm. Continue. So then uh, they're going to present to, I guess, like just they're, they're going to give their presentation to science, right? Yeah, you got to give it like to science. They're, they're gonna they're gonna present to science and see if science will like let their car happen. Mm-hmm. So and then so then there's a dilemma, and it turns out that their their new car is a transformer. Yeah. Oh, he accidentally created a legitimate artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So here's the dilemma: Do Knight we make Rider. money, do or we do we kill the artificial? Do intelligence we make money, make or money? do we murder this artificial intelligence for the for the greater yes. good? Do we kill what is ostensibly a living being Oof. For, for, for financial gain? Oof. Uh. And I think Vince Vaughn says yes. Vince right? Vaughn says yes. Nick James says Nick. Ch- Nick Kevin James says no. Nick Kevin James. Kevin says James's no. marriage falls apart, and he marries the Transformer. And he yep. 
Because the trans- you, you reached into my brain pan and you just and you just stirred it up and you just ripped my ideas out. Yeah, I saw the the truth of your mind. Okay, moving on. Zookeeper, an American comedy. We gotta we gotta go a little faster here. American comedy film directed by Frank somebody. Uh, a zookeeper named Griffin Keys sets up a plan to propose to his. She rejects him, claims his career as a zookeeper is what keeping her away, therefore breaking his heart. He changes careers and becomes the best zookeeper at the zoo just because the girl that rejected him said, I would marry you if you were a zookeeper. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the zookeeper movie. But at the, the end of the movie, he so he quits, goes to the car dealership, becomes the best employee, misses working at the zoo. His girlfriend proposes to him. He says no, dumps her, goes back to being a zoo, apologizes to a woman. Now that was that was a slight slip, but I like it. You said he goes back to being a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> now I think we've got our reboot. It's not zookeeper, it's zoo. Kevin Me. James, I am a zoo. I am the zoo. I, I, I have become a zoo. Mm-hmm. He figures out a way to spread his essence, his being into this theme structure he is a giant that they have excavated his corpse and put a zoo inside of it and they put a zoo in it or is it like smart home concrete they're mixing is it like smart home and it's but it's smart zoo and the zoo is kevin james yeah so and then this is this is hundreds of years after kevin james has died his brain scans because he's the best zookeeper Mm -hmm. his brain scans are revived and placed into an ai that controls the entire zoo here's the problem Mm -hmm. here's the problem he falls in love with someone who hates zoos he falls in love with a uh, sea world he falls in love with the the ai of sea world and there's no internet it's a closed loop for security on the zoo so they can't touch each other they can't they can't ever touch each other but they can yell at each other hey just over their pa systems hey just hey you're super hot right now all right and then that and then that happens and then they end up mashing their parks together to make a zoo Mm -hmm. sex to make sea zoo world zoo zoo sea world zoo sea okay hotel transylvania are we doing this uh i do believe we skipped this i do believe we skipped this in the adam sandler joint yeah Kevin James does not play a significant role anyway. Ooh, okay. Next movie up is Here Comes the Boom. Oh yes. Apparently, he's in this movie with. He he tries to become a boxer. If oh. I if I recall. Okay. That's crazy, man. The poster for this for this movie that I'm seeing on Wikipedia, like he looks like he's fifty percent Tim Allen. It's weird. It's so weird. So he's a uh, he plays a former Division One wrestler who's now he does a look like fifty percent Tim Allen. Teacher. Oh my god, I never really noticed it until you said it. But right? holy shit, it's like Kevin and Tim had a baby. So he's name. a he's a former college athlete. He's now a disillusioned high school teacher. He decides to moonlight mm-hmm. as an unsanctioned fighter in order to raise money. To personally pay to keep the high school's music program alive. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It's really nice of him. So he fights, and he wins monies, and then he loses monies, and then criminals. He finds out criminals are embezzling money 
from oh, the so school. it's kind of a Paul Blart situation almost. Yeah, this is really just like another Paul Blart situation, but this time he's a high school teacher. All right, and actually less qualified. All right. So I think that when here comes the boom starts, there's like a crawl a la Star Wars that mm-hmm. says this movie's plot is really really close to Paul Blart. So here's Paul Blart, mm-hmm. and we just show the original Paul Blart. Perfect. I'm into that. Boom. Go watch, watch this. Dunzo. Okay, next up. Grown Ups up 2. Yeah, I still got no ideas. Yeah, I think we already did that one. Shrunker, whatever. Shrunk down. Didn't, Shrunk, I mean, didn't we do Grown Ups 2 in the Adam Sandler boot? I feel like we did. You can go listen to that. You can go listen to that. Paul Blart, Mall right, Cop three, 2. Three. So I think we obviously follow up our original Paul Blart franchise, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> his daughter joins the fight squad. He has a daughter in the first movie. Yep, in the mall force. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then they... More um, robots, more aliens, more punching. Yeah. It's just, you know, um, bigger segues. Bigger... Um, bigger punches. Bigger malls. Bigger malls. Okay, let's try to get through the last. How many we got? One, two, three, four, how five. Many? We got to do five, five and five minutes. Super speed boot. Okay, little boy, uh, war drama, and I don't know who he plays. Yeah, I don't really know who's in it. I don't know much about this movie. We're going into this blind. I think we reboot it. So it's it just a, about. It is a war drama called Little Boy. Kevin James is a little boy. Who but he's played stole a fake ID, got himself drafted into the U.S. military. Military, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love it. Kevin James voices this little boy with very advanced ADR, but we get an oh no no no. Child. I was gonna say that we get just Kevin James and we CG him so that while it is still Kevin James's body, he is just very small. Oh, perfect. We just perfect. we just miniaturize him. Perfect. Boom. He's fighting in World War II. It's inspirational. It's great. Little people can do big things. That's the tagline. <laughs> Done. All right, Pixels. Oof. I think we did Pixels in the Adam Sandler speed boot. Kill it. Kill it. Skip. Hotel Transylvania 2. Oh, skill it. Kill it. Skip. Okay, The True Memoirs of an International Assassin. This is a Oof. Netflix movie about a dude who is not selling. He's a writer who doesn't sell his books well until he decides to put the word true on front of it. And then... Um, People think that all his book that his book is real, and people start like coming after him to kill him or something because they think that all the things that he said he found out about governments is all true. Mm-hmm. And so he's Kevin James as himself, mm-hmm. and he tries to get killed. So I think true memoirs. So I think that the first time an assassin shows up in this in this film, mm-hmm. he's he kills Kevin James. Yep, Kevin James dies. Kevin and- James is dead. Now, here's the tricky part. Kevin James haunts his killer. Oh, now he's a ghost. Constantly, comedically, it's still a comedy. He is comedically wrecking all of this assassin's attempts. That's really good. He's like, you know, he like jerks the scope around. He uh, slaps the poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. He sets off the fire alarm. He just keeps ruining this guy's assassination. I love it. I love it. Okay. I think that's it. Because the next up is Sandy Wexler, which we already did. Which we already did. All right, that was a pretty and, uh, great speed yeah. boot. I think that was a, a, I think that was a solid like a speed meat. boot. 
Uh, do we have any honorable mentions? His wife from King of Queens shows up at some point, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It probably in every movie she's in the background once. Mm-hmm. Just crossing her arms and shaking her head. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we pay her for like five minutes of standing still in front of a green screen, and then just go ahead and use that. Perfect. All right. Well, Maybe she crosses her uh, arms. I think we're gonna call it there. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Rebootleggers. Uh, please give us, uh, please rate and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't. Um, thank you so much to everybody who already has. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Rebootleggers, and feel free to send us your reboot ideas. We would love to hear them and to do them on the show. Uh, until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. Frank, what's our password next week? Our password next week is Segway. Oh. A little, a little blart action. Blart note.